Feel God wants to say that you are loved. You are loved. And uh, if you've been a Christian a long time, you, you know that, don't you? you? You know you're loved. We get told it. We, we, we read it in the Bible. God so loved the world that he gave his own one and only son. Whoever believes in him will have eternal life. We're loved. Father, God loves you. Father, God loves you. That he gave Jesus to die for you. you. You are loved. In the muck and the mire and the wrong decisions and the right decisions. In today's circumstance and tomorrow's circumstance and yesterday's circumstances, you're loved. Your family life, in your work life, in your church life, you are loved. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. For God, for God is love, and He loves you. And if you don't feel loved this morning. <clears throat> I just want to say that you're beautiful. You're the apple of his eye. You're his treasure. You're his desire. You're the one he longs to spend time with and walk in the cool of the evening. You are loved. Whether you feel it, understand it, or deserve it, you are loved. Jesus. I just pray a sense of love over us this morning, sense of his power and his anointing and his authority over us this morning, sense of his love for us now. If you don't feel love, just, just put your hand on the heart, put your hand on your heart and say, I am loved. I am loved. Pray for the love of God just to come and fill you, captivate you now. Come and touch your heart. Will you need a, a touch from God? Will you feel, oh, I just feel dry? Don't, oh, I'm not getting it. I don't understand. I'm not getting it, Andy. Just pray for his love just to come and overwhelm you this morning. Beloved one, Precious one. <clears throat> I haven't even started yet. <laughs> Jesus. Didn't really want to bring this message this morning. And I wrestled with it. And uh, I was at the prayer meeting on a Wednesday night and uh, we're talking about the Holy Spirit prompting us. I'll take that off to stand. Holy Spirit prompting us and leading us. Yeah, and following his lead. And I've preached this message because he's dead. I want to do that. It's too, oh, no, it's not me. 
So this is, this is what I come up with. I, I had this one phrase that kept coming into mind. And it's from Matthew 3. It's also found in Matthew 4. It says, three things I'm going to preach on this morning. But I'll start with this. This is Matthew, Matthew 3, starting at verse 1. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. And this morning, I, I, just, I just want to talk about repentance. And then God spoke to me about forgiveness. And then I want to talk a bit about the kingdom as well. What does it mean the kingdom is near? And again, Matthew 4, Jesus said this. This is shortly after John the Baptist was arrested. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Now Jesus is saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. So what is repentance? Now I think for us Christians, we, we can, if you've been a Christian a while, you can almost have repentance as that salvation type word, as that phrase we use when people repent and give their life to God. And there is that repentance, definitely. You know, there's a repentance of asking God into your life. Repentance is a, repentance is a turning around. It's a change in direction. It's changing your mind, your heart, your attitude towards God. It's a turning around. It's a 360 degrees. That's what repentance means. You know, once you're going down that way, now you're going down that way. So often we, we think of repentance, we put it in the, in the, in the context of, of, of people coming to know Jesus. Now people do need to repent when they come to know Jesus. We need to do that. We, we need to ask God for forgiveness. We need to follow his ways. We need to turn around and, and change our lives. And all those things when we come and we, we understand repentance. And we give our hearts to Jesus. But actually repentance is ongoing. There's times when we need to repent in our Christian life. There's times when we need to say sorry to God. Repentance isn't a one-off thing we do when we first get saved. Repentance is something that should be a regular part of our Christian life. You know, in my relationship with my wife... <clears throat> You know, when we got married, I, I didn't stay, look at her and say, I just want to say sorry for all the things I'm going to get wrong in our marriage. I just want to say sorry to you now, Kelly, that uh, I'm going to muck up and I'm going to annoy you, I'm going to do this or do that. And that was it, that was it, I'd done it. For the rest of our marriage, I've, well, I've already done that, I've already repented. You know? No, 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 repentance is like a relationship, like a marriage. You work it as part of an ongoing relationship with God. We need to keep coming to him again and again. You know, we are flawed human beings. 
You know, but when we repent, something changes in our heart. When we repent and we return to God, actually, we're not on our own then. We are not standing alone. We are covered by the Holy Spirit. We are engulfed by the love of Jesus. You know, we, 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 we move into the presence of God. And what helps us to repent is that prompting of the Holy Spirit. It's situations where we say, actually, no, I have to ask for forgiveness. You know, there's times, I know it's hard to believe, there's times that I have to say sorry to Kelly and ask for her forgiveness. You know, strangely enough, every now and then, I have to say to Kelly, sorry. She has to forgive me. In the name of Jesus. Say of the Lord. No, but, but there is moments that, that that's, a, a, that's a natural relationship. In our relationships with God, there's times when we need to say sorry to him. There's times when we need to say, Lord, I've mucked up. I've done wrong here. That's what our relationship, that's what stops us breaking down that relationship. That's what stops the barriers coming up. And why do we have to? Because the kingdom of God is near. The kingdom of God is near. We're in kingdom times. We have a glimpse of his kingdom. When Jesus died on the cross, he broke the power of death and sin. When he rose again, he broke the power of death over us as Christians. If you believe that Jesus died for your sins, then the power of death was broken off of you. The power of sin has no hold over you. We can go to God in our great relationship with him and ask for forgiveness when we get it wrong. Because I tell you what, we do get it wrong. I get it wrong. We need to ask for forgiveness. And I think repentance and forgiveness go hand in hand. Repentance and forgiveness go hand in hand. They're two signs of a coin. I've had a weird one on this preach. I thought God was putting some elements in me. If you can actually learn up, there's some unforgiveness in your hand that you need to work through. I thought, yeah, I, I get that. I see what you're doing. And... Um, Then yesterday afternoon, there was an incident that happened that I was, I'm still living out forgiveness. I'm still living it out now, it's unresolved. And I think there's a reality in that. There's a reality in that. It's not with my wife, by the way. (laughs) She has to forgive me, Jesus said. Yeah. No, no, it's not my wife. But there was a situation that happened. And it just... And I'm right. 
I'm living it. You know what I mean? I'm preaching on forgiveness and I'm living it. And that's hard sometimes. And the enemy loves to get in there, doesn't he? Loves to stir it up. No, no, no. How, how dare you, Andy? You're a Christian. How dare you act like that? How dare you feel that way? I think there's two types of forgiveness. Uh, sorry. Yeah, two types of forgiveness. First, we need to forgive other people. You know, we need to forgive other people when they hurt us, when they say stuff about us or speak to us in a certain way. And also, when we need to forgive people when sometimes they don't even know they've hurt us. They've got no clue they've upset us. But I think the biggest one is we need to forgive ourselves. We need to forgive ourselves as well. Jesus forgave you. We need to forgive ourselves. We need to forgive others and we need to forgive ourselves. So, if you've forgiven someone, why do you feel that emotion keep coming back? When you forgive someone, why do you feel that emotion keep coming back? Go on, Steve. Could be still holding on to something. Very good. Why does it still come back? Why do we still live it sometimes? Or am I the only one? I think... We need to make sure truly in our heart we've forgiven them. Because we can begin with our head, can't we? I know I need to forgive people. I don't need to be a brain surgeon. Well, I've been a Christian long enough to know actually forgiveness. Yeah, I need to forgive. Someone once told me the sign of maturity in a Christian is the time between sinning and asking for forgiveness. Gets smaller. And I think there, there's an element in that, definitely. But actually, the enemy wants us to relive it. Have you really forgiven them? Do you really believe that? Do you really feel that in your heart? It's not purely a head. It's not purely an exercise where, yeah, I forgive them. That's it. I'll never speak to them again. I won't look at them in the eye. Or avoid them at church. I'm not sitting next to Nigel ever again. But I forgive him, yeah, of course I do. It needs to be an emotional connection. It's an emotional exchange. When, when someone hurts you, it's emotional. It affects you. It hurts. It, it does something to you. There needs to be an emotional connection. We're made heart, mind, spirit body aren't we with this all entwined and and the Holy Spirit prompts us but also you can go down the road of well, have, I, have I really forgiven and you can get all paranoid oh have I really oh, I need to forgive him again and again oh no I haven't done it I need to forgive him again 
Oh, perhaps I need to give help. Perhaps I'm un- un- unlonely upset. So I need to give them for that. And you can get in this right old state. If the Holy Spirit prompts you that you need to repent, then I suggest you repent. If the Holy Spirit prompts you in the area where you haven't got, if you've got unforgiveness, then I suggest you, you forgive them. We need to be a people who walk by the Holy Spirit. We have a powerful God. You know, when Jesus died on the cross, he said, he said to the disciples, I will not forsake you. I will not leave you. I'll send another, a counsellor, someone to guide you. It was the Holy Spirit. We're not left alone. We have the Holy Spirit in us. Follow the promise. Do I need to forgive someone? Am I holding on to stuff? Do I need to let it go? Frozen it, let it go, let it go. We need to let stuff go, don't we? Sense of the Holy God, what are you saying in this? Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you and lead you and bring you to a point of forgiveness. Unforgiveness crushes and destroys and robs you of joy and peace and a sense of God. It takes away the peace and the presence of the Holy Spirit within you. It's for your benefit that you forgive people. I mean, truly in your heart, forgive them. And again, follow the prompt of the Holy Spirit. Just take a moment now. Is there stuff with you? Is it, as I'm saying this, is the Holy Spirit prompting you? Is there areas in your life where God is saying, repent? Is there areas in your life where God is saying, forgive? Why does he do that? Why does God do that? Is he appoints you, God? Look at you. Look what you've done. Look what you've said. How have you been? No, he does it because he loves us. God rebukes and corrects the one he loves. Because he cares about you. If you have children going wrong, you don't just say, get on with it. You correct them. You help them. Hopefully you do it out of love, like the Heavenly Father does. So if there's areas in your life where you feel God speaking to you about that, then you need to repent. You need to ask for forgiveness. Might be something you need to go and speak to. Let me just, I'm going to read you out a few verses on forgiveness. Because you might think it's just me saying this. Perhaps it's what the Bible says. This is the important stuff. This is Matthew 11. And when you stand, pray. If you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. That's in Mark 11. Forgive them, so your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. Ephesians 4. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling and slander, along with envy or forms of malice. 
Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. Aren't you holding on to one another? Is there bitterness in your heart? Is there anger in your heart? Are you feeling, oh, well, I think about that search of self, oh, I just should have told them, should have put them straight. If only I'd said that. If it happens again, I'm going to tell them X, Y, and Z. Oh, I am, I tell you, I really am. I've had to work this out big time. Really have. Lord, take it away. I want to forgive people. I want to show the love. I want you to move. Yeah, we want God to move in power. His judgment is the perfect judgment. Why should we try and judge people? Why should we try and sort the situation? Let God do it. So much better in him. Do you know what? A kind word destroys the enemy. Yeah, someone, someone speaks ill of you, you speak love over them. Takes the wind out of their sail. Yeah? Do not rise to it. Do not step into it. Someone says, oh, God, ah, I love you. You know? I really do. In the name of Jesus, I will love you. Yeah? No, we need to love. We need to have people who love. Yeah? It's hard. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. It's the only way. I can't do it on my own. Dear me, not at all. Holy Spirit. God encounters. That's how I can love. That's how I can demonstrate Jesus. Not through Andy. Through the power of the Holy Spirit working in me. Yeah? Luke 6 says this. Judge others. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Oscar, just going to have to have a little <coughs> drink. Gives me time to think about what I'm going to say next as well, isn't it? No. Do not judge, and you will, you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Given, it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will measure to you. Wow. Are you loved up? You need to get loved up in Jesus. We need to pour it out to others. We need to be loved up in this coming season. Jesus wants repentance. Jesus wants forgiveness. He wants love poured out. Doesn't need bitterness or malice. Doesn't do you any good. Doesn't do me any good. I had a sleepless night last night about it all. Didn't help me. They haven't had a sleepless night, have they? I have. How has that helped me? Hasn't at all, has it? 
Love will help me. Holy Spirit encounters will help me. Meeting with Jesus will help me. Matthew 6 says this, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive you. Now, could get into a whole theology on that. I just want to say, don't worry about, oh, have I forgiven them? Am I not going to get forgiven? Is that going to affect my walk with God? Is it this? I mean, unforgiveness does affect your walk with God, definitely. What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? That's your measurement. What's the Holy Spirit saying? Am I, am I holding on to stuff? We'll just get rid of it then. Am I, am I, am I speaking? Just get rid of it then. Give it to God. Have an emotional encounter with him. Connect with your heart. Lord, help me to forgive. If you're struggling with forgiveness, help me. Lord, take it. Lord, help me. I'm, I'm struggling here. Be real. You don't know what they've done. You don't know what they said. You don't know how they've been. Be real. God, help me. Give me your love in this situation. Tons of verses on forgiveness. And I just think, why? Why is that so important? You look up the Bible, look up all the different references to forgiveness. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. Matthew 18. Then Jesus uh, then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother and sister who sins against me? Up to a seven times? Jesus answers, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. This wasn't a number game. This wasn't, well, 77, I've done it, 78, that's it, out the door. Don't need to forgive them now. He was just being playing, but it was, you know, no, it's, you just forgive and you forgive and you forgive and you love and you love and you love. Read earlier, didn't we? Do not judge for God judges. His judgment's perfect. Let him judge situations. Let him, let him, let him move in power. Why should you try and waste your life sorting out situations where people have hurt you and all that? Matthew 18, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen to you, take one or other people along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. This is good. Now, if there's a situation, speak to them about it. 
If there's areas that someone's annoyed or, or situations have gone in within church, outside, I don't, this is not just for church, people. This is for, for the world as well. We are called to be salt and light. Yeah? The kingdom of heaven is near. We carry the kingdom of heaven. We, we carry, we bring the representation of Jesus Christ here on earth as you walk into situations. In the workplace, if someone's annoyed, you go to them, speak to them about it. Try and resolve it. They may not even know they've annoyed you. Also, I understand sometimes that's not possible. Sometimes that's not feasible. Someone's, you know, someone's been in an abusive relationship or someone's been really hurt. There's some circumstances where it's not good to go and speak to them. That's not going to resolve anything. I understand that. I totally understand that. But that's when you need the love of Jesus. That's when you need the love of God. But if you can go to people, then go. If you can't, you can't. Yeah? But always resolve it in your heart between you and God. Always speak between you and God in whatever circumstance, whatever situation you're facing, yeah? This is what it says in Revelations 3. For those I love, I rebuke and discipline repent. Here I am, I stand at the door and I knock. If only hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Now, this is a famous verse they use on Alpha about the knocking at the door and it's a, a verse of you know, repentance and turning around and almost a verse of salvation. But actually, it, it, it's more than that. To those I love, I rebuke and disciple, uh, discipline. So be earnest and repent. Here I am, standing at the door on the knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person. And then we'll be... That, this is talking about relationships again. This is talking about our relationship with God. Unforgiveness gets in the way of that relationship. It doesn't do us any good. Yeah? Jesus is standing there knocking. He wants to eat a dinner with you. He wants to come and spend time with you. Holy Spirit wants to encounter with you. Wants to minister to you. That's his job. That's who he said. Jesus said, I'll send the, com- the counselor, the comforter. Don't put barriers up. Don't allow forgiveness, unforgiveness in your heart. Repent when you need to repent. Don't be proud. Don't be arrogant. If you've had moments of weakness, just say, sorry, Lord. Get on with it. Sorry, Lord. But also, do not worry. Do not get wrapped up in yourself. Have I repented? Have I done this? Am I going to get to heaven? Have I done all that? No. Holy Spirit. That's the benchmark. What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? What's the, how's the Holy Spirit leading you? Yeah? Let's pray, and I'm going to end it there. Um, are we going to do another song at the end? Or not? Or are? Or not?
up to me. What would Jesus do, Kenny? Um, no, seriously. Yeah, I think we'll do the song. And I think during that time, just, just measure your heart. Let the Holy Spirit encounter with you. Let the Holy Spirit come and touch you. Is there any areas in your life you need to repent? Of anything you need to do? Is there any forgiveness you need to sort out in your life? Then I suggest if the band comes up, I'm going to pray, then I'm going to hand over to the worship guys. I'm going to do one song, and then I think we're going to finish and have teas and coffees. And if there's something you want prayer for, um, I'm happy to pray with people as well.